Hey there, my name is Leif Arneson, and you're listening to Episode 5 of the Vegan Gym Podcast, where we teach vegans like you how to shred fat, build muscle, and supercharge your health. I'm here with my brother, my co-host, Anders. How's it going, man? What's going on, guys? I am doing fantastic, and I hope you guys are as well. Uh, today's question is, should you bulk or shred? Now, bulking is when you're in a caloric surplus and you're trying to gain a little bit of weight and some muscle, and then shredding is just obviously shredding fat to get more toned and ripped. So most people want to do both shred fat and build muscle, but in reality for weightlifters, even if you have some experience, it's hard to do both at the same exact time. Only newbie weightlifters and people that have a lot of fat to lose uh, are able to do that to a small degree. So for us who lift a bit, uh, doing those at the same time violates the basic principles of body composition, which is for shredding fat, uh, you need to be in a caloric deficit, which is eating less. And in, for building muscle, you need to be in a caloric surplus, which you eat more. Yeah, so basically you need to pick one or the other. Uh, you can't both be in a caloric surplus and a caloric deficit at the same time. So you can do whatever you want personally, but in this podcast, we're going to tell you what works best if you want to continue building muscle and strength. So since you, since you really can't build muscle and strength at the same uh, – sorry, since you really can't build muscle and lose fat at the same time like Anders was saying – um, and even if you can, you can't do it, you can't do both efficiently. Um, you actually need to juggle between your cutting periods and your bulking periods, which means you spend some time focused on building muscle and then some other time focused on shredding fat. So Leif, do you want to explain to them, uh, how we do it throughout the year? And so this is pretty much different for everyone and different for their goals uh, but, uh, this is, yeah, this is what we do. Yeah. So we typically will typically shred for the summer because that's when you want to look ripped when you I have mean, your shirt yeah, off and stuff. It's the beach season, right? <laughs> um, so we end up typically shredding around this time. We're actually both going to begin a cut in about a week. Um, I'm, I'm actually starting tomorrow. So, oh, well, I'm going to start in a week. I'm going to push it off another week. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, um, it is, uh, this is kind of the time that we would typically start cutting and then we would be lean throughout the summer and we try to stay lean year round, but, uh, the summer months are when we really want to be our leanest. So we typically end up cutting for one to three months, um, during the springtime and try to maintain that through the summer. And then we'll start slowly bulking up. Um, late summer into fall and winter and and then early spring. So it, it ends up being like one to three months for cutting and then somewhere around uh, 10 months or so for bulking. So we kind of structure our cutting periods and bulking periods over a one-year time frame. And we just repeat that every year. But some people prefer to do things like uh, mini cuts where they're just cutting for like two weeks and they do that uh, like every two months or something. So Which, yeah, we've never tried that, but it seems like it would be, I don't know that 
to me, that seems like it would be uh, a pretty cool experience to do. I think that would help I keep j- you pretty shredded throughout the year. Well, I kind of just like getting it over with. Yeah, that, that is <laughs> and then not having, and then not have to worry about it till next year. Yeah, but, exactly. Anyways, by doing that, by switching between periods of cutting and periods of bulking, you actually can stay fairly lean year-round. So this means that you're going to feel better and look better year-round. But there are also two scientific reasons that you should actually juggle between your bulking periods and your cutting periods. Um, And it really comes down to your body fat percentage and keeping your body fat percentage fairly low. Uh, so the first reason is that high body fat levels actually reduce insulin sensitivity, uh, which thereby uh, suppresses muscle protein synthesis, which is also known as MPS. Um, and MPS is the vital component of hypertrophy, which is the muscle growth process. So that's number one. Number two is that high body fat levels actually create imbalances in your hormone levels which cause your testosterone levels to drop and your estrogen levels to rise. So for those two reasons, uh, basically, if you have um, a high body fat percentage and you don't cut down uh, to keep your body fat percentage in a smaller range, then you're going, your body fat percentage will uh, be pretty high and continue going higher. And a high body fat percentage makes it more difficult to build muscle and it makes it easier to actually build, uh, to, to gain fat. So the question is, when should you uh, determine to bulk or shred to go off of that? And uh, for our rule of thumb, for males, if you're above 15% body fat, uh, you want to cut down to between 8 and 10% before you start a lean bulk again. And if you're, uh, like I said, if you're under 10%, you want to start lean bulking up to about 15%, and you just repeat that process. So, so you'll just keep going between like uh, like 10 to 15% body fat, uh, which means that you can stay fairly ye- lean year-round, uh, but you're also building muscle at the same time. So it's not like a perpetual bulk that just goes on forever. Right. And like, like we've said in a previous podcast. Uh, we defined uh, a lean bulk versus a dirty bulk, and the lean bulk is a slight caloric surplus of five to ten percent of your uh, your daily intake, and uh, a dirty bulk is pretty much just eating everything in sight. Yeah. so you can just go in the <laughs> donuts kitchen. and pizza and uh, yeah, as vegan, vegan you can milkshakes, just have whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, so um. Yeah, you definitely want to focus on lean bulking, and uh, personally, we found it better to stay in that 10 to 15% range as as guys, uh, but for females, it's a little bit different, the body fat percentages, but the, the concept is the same. Uh, so if you're a female with a body fat percentage greater than 25%, then you should cut down to about 18 to 20% uh, before beginning your next lean bulk. Um, and if you're, if you're, uh, a female with less than 20% body fat, uh, then you're ready to begin a lean bulk. Um, so as, as we kind of alluded to earlier, our experience is that, um, sticking in this smaller range and staying lean year round by, uh, bulking and then cutting and then bulking and cutting, uh, makes it easier to stay, uh, in good shape and feel good year round. Um, but we used to not really do that at all. We actually used to just perpetually bulk 
uh, forever. I, I think I because, have the record. <laughs> because, uh, honestly, shredding is not fun. Uh, the result is really fun, and, and it's pretty necessary if you want to uh, achieve an, a, a, an awesome physique. Um, but everyone's kind of has different perspectives of what that is for them. So, um, but I think everyone benefits definitely from shredding and incorporating that into your, um, into the muscle building process. So, uh, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience in the other podcast? You, uh, told us how you went from 130 pounds to 195 pounds when you went into the Marines. Yeah. And that was and, not all muscle. <laughs> <you're right. laughs> that, I was, uh, I, I came out of pretty fluffy actually. Um, went into the military, uh, like you said, at 130 and I came out at 195 ish. And I just, I just didn't understand, uh, how to do a kind cycle. I kind of just thought, you build muscle to look more lean instead of shredding fat to look more lean. So I just kept on eating as much as possible to gain more weight. Uh, well, gain more muscle, but in reality, I was just gaining my percentage of body fat was going up and my percentage of muscle was just staying the same. Yeah. Uh, my, my strength pretty much, uh, went up to a point and then I just plateaued for about two years. And when I started to do this, um, alternation between a cutting and bulking it's just i've never been stronger pound for pound and i've never felt more healthy and more energized i before in the military i just felt terrible every day one because i was eating meat at that time but two because i was just ingesting like 3000 to 3500 calories a day and that's just calories I did not need and my body was just not reacting well to it (laughs) yeah yeah actually to your point about um just trying to continue building muscle to actually look lean um lots of guys and and women uh kind of expect that they're going to get abs by just like doing thousands of crunches or doing like all these ab exercises seriously it's i was just talking about this with someone uh, a few days ago and it's it really comes down to just being lean yeah like everyone has abs yeah (laughs) it just depends on if your body fat percentage is low enough to see them yeah it's it's not like oh i'm going to do a hundred crunches and i'm going to have a six pack no you need or even a thousand or ten thousand like that's not that's not the ticket you need to lose that five to five to eight percent body fat and then you're going to start seeing them i mean you could everyone even has like an eight pack if you get low enough (laughs) yeah well you certainly you certainly want muscle development in your abs if you're going to have like a nice set of abs but it really uh in terms of visibility and actually seeing your abs it comes down to body fat percentage yeah exactly so anyways that's just another reason that you should switch between periods of bulking and cutting um so I've kind of also, I kind of went through the same experience that Anders has where I just would like perpetually bulk for like years. I, I don't think years that straight. you got to my, my, my four year mark though. No, I, I didn't <laughs> get that high, but anyways, um, so I've done like a few mini cuts here and there. Uh, but the first like serious, uh, shredding period that I did was just last spring. Um, I was doing a competition, uh, like an online competition. And for that competition, I was, uh, pretty motivated to get down to, uh, I eventually got down to about 7% body fat. And that was, that's the lowest you've ever been, right? That's certainly the lowest I've ever been. 
and I felt, I felt uh, okay. Like I looked really good, and I felt all right, but I was very hungry. So I, it got to a point where yeah, it just gets to a point where you're fatigued and you're hungry, and you know that you look good, but you just feel like crap. You know, yeah. it's. It's, but it's definitely not worth it. So. But that's like that starts getting into like competition leanness, at least for a guy. So that's why we're not telling you to drop down that low. We're saying uh, for guys, why don't you stick between like the ten to fifteen percent body fat range? Like that works well. Um, and getting down to ten percent isn't uh, too too terrible. It doesn't it's it's not too awful. So, anyways, um, now what would you say? Probably is the most difficult part of shredding. Uh, the mental aspect of it. Oh, by yeah, far. 100%. So the, you can push your body to its physical limitations easily, but it's when you're trying to push yourself um, mentally, like get yourself to the gym and go back for another cardio session, that's where it really gets difficult. Uh I, I can work out on an empty stomach, be extremely hungry, but when I need to like go back to the gym and get a cardio session in, then my my mind starts playing tricks on me and be like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I just put it off till until tomorrow. So it's it's your mind that just plays games with you, I guess I could yeah. say. And when you're literally just always hungry. Yeah, that's like an, that's, that's another thing. It's like uh you once you get like competition ready, like life seven percent, and for my previous competition, those nights where you're, oh, I'm done my uh, macros for the day. Yeah, I don't have but, any food left. To but eat. I need to go to bed, and you're just sitting in bed and looking up the ceiling. You're like, shit, I'm hungry. I'm so <laughs> I hungry. can't even fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> and then you wake up and you're like, all right, let's have that one scoop of protein for uh, <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. So there are definitely. There are definitely hacks, and we certainly don't recommend starvation dieting. And this is not starvation dieting. So let me just make that very clear. We're when we cut, we maintain a caloric deficit of about twenty percent, uh, fifteen to twenty percent, and we don't go lower than that uh, because we don't um, want to uh, hit a plateau. So and, we, yeah, and like Leif said about getting down to that ten percent, you will not feel as bad as we do when oh, we yeah, get lower certainly. percent body fat. Uh, just because your your body reacts so much different with that extra three to four percent underneath. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you're if you're a guy and you're cutting down to ten percent, or you're a female and you're cutting down to twenty percent, like that's it's certainly not easy. Like there's no part of shredding that's easy, but getting down to that body fat percentage is generally not that difficult. Like if you have the right plan, you have the right uh, training plan, the right meal plan. And um, kind of the right mindset and motivation, it's not that difficult to get down to those body fat percentages. But dropping below that is quite a challenge. So, um, like, don't give up just because we're saying it's tough. Uh, yeah, you're uh, you're going to be hungry, but you won't be at the level that, like, we were hungry getting down to that six seven percent. Yeah. So, and if you knew, and if you've done competitions or you're planning to do a competition, like you either know uh, that this is how it is, or or you're going to find out soon enough that yeah, if, if you're doing a competition, just, you're. I know that you'll suck it up because you want to do that competition. That's exactly how I was. I was just like, dude, you signed up for this. 
you got to do this, grind through it and just make it through the next day, you know? Yeah. So, um, anyways, let's, uh, let's cover a little bit about like shredding and bulking. Uh, I know that we covered them in quite a bit of detail in the past two podcasts, but, um, let's, let's start with shredding, uh, and just cover kind of like our main tips for what you need to, uh, start getting shredded or just shredding fat in general, losing fat. So first and foremost, the most important part of, uh, losing fat is getting the right meal plan. Um, like we've said before in our previous podcast, and like we say all over our website and in all of our materials, we follow, uh, flexible dieting, which is, um, basically it, it's also called if it fits your macros or I I F Y M. And it's basically just like, uh, a, a diet of counting where you're counting, um, a certain number of macronutrients every day. Uh, macronutrients are, uh, your protein, your carbs, and your fat. So you count all of those macros, uh, by, uh, number of grams that you eat in an entire day. And it's basically, it's very similar to calorie counting, uh, because, uh, macronutrients directly, uh, correlate with calories because there's a set number of, uh, calories in every gram of, um, uh, their, the macronutrients. So it's pretty much the same thing, but the distinguishing factor between, uh, macro counting and calorie counting is that with macro counting, you're actually, uh, choosing, uh, different kind of ratios of protein, carbs, and fat such that you're, able to more easily improve your body composition. So, um, uh, in other words, like higher protein, uh, we still do kind of high carb and, and, uh, kind of lower to medium fat, um, at least relative to kind of normal, uh, uh, diets that people tend to follow. So you can still enjoy some of the foods you like. You just need to make it a little bit more macro friendly. Yeah. And that's the whole, that's the whole reason it's called if it fits your macros because, uh, and we don't necessarily recommend this, but you could, you, you could eat a donut while you're working to lose fat. Now that's going to eat up a lot of your calories in kind of one little chunk and it's not going to be very, uh, satiating. So you're going to feel probably more hungry that day if you decide to eat a donut. But, um, it's not about just eating like broccoli and and some like yeah it's uh, not like all the other diets out there that say you you have to eat two cups of broccoli 15 spears of asparagus and water (laughs) right or or like the chicken and broccoli that most bodybuilders tend to follow chicken rice and broccoli tofu and broccoli yeah so (laughs) yeah i guess a vegan equivalent would be some like tofu and broccoli which we typically that's that's a pretty standard meal at least for me i i eat quite a bit of tofu um and so that's generally some I, I kind of diet strategy that I'll follow, but I still have a little bit of extra room for things that I really enjoy, like a serving I, of tortilla chips or something. I like that. really freaking like tortilla chips. Just, so. <laughs> that nothing's better than like that that the salty taste with a little salsa during a cut. It's just right. like, oh my goodness. Oh, with the fat, the fat. I think the fat's what really makes you love the chip when yeah. you're cutting. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. So, so you should leave a little bit of room in your macros for 
um, some indulgences like that. Uh, and that, that also that also uh, eliminates like uh, binging as well. Of it, course, yeah. Y- you get that small little taste of what you've been craving, and it subsides for a little while, and then like three days later, you can have a small little bit of it again instead of you going out and buying the whole freaking box of donuts and eating them all in one day, and then that just screws up the next two weeks of your prep. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, you, if you do something like that, you're going to set yourself back literally like two weeks. Like the last two weeks that you spend dieting is just thrown out the window. So um, we don't recommend eating just cardboard basically is what we're saying. So you should have a little bit of room for those indulgences. Um, so getting back to that topic, uh, if you're getting started with shredding, the most important thing is to get your meal plan right. Uh, like we've just been discussing, we recommend flexible dieting. Um, uh, so get your macros right. First of all, that's super, super important. Uh, you should focus on about a 20% caloric deficit and build your macro plan around that. So we actually have, um, a macro calculator on our website. You can find it, uh, at the vegangym.com and this calculator is under, uh, uh, the title of articles. So you can find it there on our website. You can download the calculator and use it. It's totally super, free. Super simple, five to 10 minutes max, and it's very accurate. So yeah, you'll be set. And there are tons of other online calculators that are admittedly uh, faster, a little simpler to use, not necessarily as accurate, but um, they'll get you started on the right foot. So um, if you can't figure that out or just want something simpler, tons of online calculators too. So first and foremost, get your meal plan right. Uh, what's the second part? What's in, what else is Training important? Training plan. Oh, yeah. Without, besides your meals, obviously you need to train to shred some fat. So uh, we've said this in a previous podcast, but you want to focus on heavy compound lifts. And for those that don't know, that's the bench press, the squat, the deadlift, and the overhead press, which is also a shoulder press. And uh, you will probably want to add cardio as well. And that varies um, per person. Uh, I Depends what your goals are. Yeah, it depends exactly. where you are currently. So like like going back to when we were we cutting down below 10%, we were, how often were you doing cardio? I was doing cardio about four to five days per week. And I was doing the Stairmaster. I was just doing steady state cardio on the Stairmaster for, uh, at a medium intensity for about half an hour. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did too. So you don't necessarily need to do that much, but the more cardio you do, essentially the faster the results you're going to see. Yeah. So, so it all comes back to energy balance. As we've mentioned before, it's calories in versus calories out. If you bump the calories out part of the equation up, uh, by doing tons of cardio, yeah, you're going to lose fat more quickly. Um, that being said, you still want to incorporate that cardio into your meal plan. So, um, you shouldn't make a 20% caloric deficit and then add like an hour of cardio on top of that just because you want to you're make, going burnout so quick make, make the fat burning process faster because you're end up yeah you'll you'll most likely hit a plateau and you're going to get really aggravated so um yeah that's it's not uh you can't really make the process go faster by just uh trying to uh increase your deficit to 
something ridiculous. So stick to that 20% once you add in all of your activity, including cardio. Yeah. And uh, getting to 10% is doable with no cardio, but uh, it's highly recommended just because it'll just get you there faster. And if you're going under 10%, it's pretty much likely necessary. You have to, you have to yeah. because your body just <laughs> doesn't yeah. want to lose that all that fat. <laughs> yeah. So uh, those are the most uh, important parts, your meal plan, training plan. Uh, it's not rocket science, but it's, it's worth, um, uh, reminding you guys. Uh, so those are the first two. Uh, and, and the third part that's really important is, uh, channeling your motivation. Yeah, uh, this is a very this, close third. This comes back to your mindset and getting your mind right and getting your mind focused on, uh, your goals and what you're trying to accomplish. It's really, really important. So if you skip that step, you're going to have a lot of trouble, um, whether you're shredding fat or building muscle. So with that being said, let's talk a little bit about bulking. Uh, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, you need to get your meal plan right and your training plan right. And you certainly need to get your motivation and mindset right. Um, but the main difference is that for your meal plan, you're going to be on a caloric surplus instead of a caloric deficit. So caloric surplus makes it um, much easier. It puts your body into a state that enables it to build muscle and you're much happier <laughs> and, and you're a little bit happier. So, um, yeah, we don't mean to paint, uh, the fat loss process of being totally dreadful, but, um, it's certainly, uh, it's difficult. It doesn't matter where you're starting or what your goals are. Fat loss is difficult. Um, and the lower your body fat percentage that you're trying to reach, the more difficult it becomes. Um, but anyways, yes, it's a caloric surplus for bulking, um, for your training plan. It's, uh, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, that's what lots of people think that you need to do like, like high rep, like pump style workouts with tons of isolation exercises when you're trying to shred fat. Uh, well, that's because people think it, that burns more calories and they also think that it, it's supposed to like get you leaner and make you look like shredded or diced up or something. Oh, my and it's just like, so toned. <laughs> and it's, it's not true. Like, um, you, you need to focus on lifting heavy weights and your diet being in a caloric deficit is what gets you shredded. Um, yes, of course, uh, having activity, uh, in your, in your, uh, uh, training plan that obviously helps you to lose fat because uh, it's burning calories. But um, at the end of the day, the training plan is uh, built is is used basically to help you maintain your lean muscle mass. Um, and the meal plan, the caloric deficit for the meal plan, helps you to shred fat. So anyways, we talked a lot about uh, shredding fat in episode four. So if you haven't listened to that, you can go check it out. Um, and we talked about building muscle in episode three. So you can go check that out for more information as well. So do you have anything else to say? No, I think that's pretty much it for episode five. So I want to thank all you guys for listening and to summarize uh, let's just recap real quick, uh, and we're talking about whether we should bulk or shred. And so unless you're a newbie weightlifter, you cannot build muscle and shred fat at the exact same time. 
you're either in a caloric surplus or you're in caloric deficit. And you want to uh, determine whether or not from the percentages we provide with you guys today that uh, you choose where you sit at and wh what, uh, which one to start with. And then you want to make sure that you cycle through that throughout the year so you can maintain a lean physique. Yeah. So, if you, again, if you're a male above 15%, you should cut down to about 10%. If you're a male below 10% or about 10%, you can start lean bulking uh, with a slight caloric surplus, no dirty bulking. Um, and if you're somewhere in between, then you can kind of go either way, like uh, shred down to 10% or, or bulk up to 15%. And then you can just start your cycle uh, uh, from there on out. Uh, for females, uh, if you're over 25%, cut down to 20%. Um, and if you're below 20%, you can start lean bulking up to 25%. Uh, if you're somewhere in between, same thing as for guys. You can just go up to 25% or drop down to 20%. Um, and that's our general rule of thumb. Of course, there are other factors like how do you feel? What are your fitness goals? So it's not it, – it's just a rule of thumb, as we've said. It's, it's – um, uh, we're, we're just trying to tell you to not bulk up forever because that's going to make muscle building more difficult. You're going to most likely hit a plateau in building muscle and building strength. So if those are your goals, you should really, uh, juggle between your cuts and your bulks. Yeah. And like I said, I f feel so much better, uh, alternating between cutting and bulking than I did with my four year bulk. So yeah. it, you just, Numbers go up, you feel better, you look better, and uh, yeah, there's no question. Uh, we strongly advise for you to start doing that cutting and bulking cycles. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it for this uh, podcast. So if you have not subscribed to our email list um, and you, you want to get all of our latest content, you should sign up at theveganjim.com. Uh, you'll get all of our latest content sent directly to your inbox. We do a new podcast every Tuesday and a new show episode every Thursday. So you can sign up for our email list and get a free copy of my book, How to Build Muscle and Lose Fat on a Vegan Diet. Uh, just go to theveganjim.com forward slash book. Um, again, that's theveganjim.com forward slash book. Uh, you can sign up there. Uh, you'll get on our email list and you'll get a free copy of my book. So, and if you enjoy our content and find the podcast to be useful, we'd really, really appreciate you leaving us a review. It just takes two minutes and it will help us out so much in our mission to spread veganism and fitness to other people. That's our entire mission. That's why we do this. We're just out to help more people thrive on a vegan diet. So more people uh, become interested in veganism. So that's our mission. Thank you so much for your time, attention, and support. It truly means the world to us. So take care. Have a fantastic week. And until next time, keep challenging the status quo.